Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hello, hello, Christy Lee here. Welcome to episode number 84 of the People Powered Business Podcast. I hope you are doing fabulously well today and you're having a wonderful, wonderful week. At the time of recording, it is a glorious warm day where I am. Uh, So I'd like to be out enjoying the sunshine, but catching up on a few other things indoors today. But I hope you're having a, a beautiful week. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I'm super excited. This is my favorite, favorite time of year because the doors are currently open for people-powered HR. So if you're listening to this as the episode goes live on the 20th of October or any time between the 20th and 24th of October, our doors are open. And I would love to welcome some of my amazing podcast listeners inside People Powered HR. If you're interested in taking a look what it's all about, simply go to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au and there's a button right there right in front of you to learn the juicy details and see if it's for you. But if you are looking to finally get those HR headaches and staffing dramas under control and even more importantly to avoid them in the future without paying expensive consultancy fees, Even if you've struggled with hiring and firing and everything in between, including all that pesky paperwork in the past, I would love for you to join Australia's leading online HR community for small to medium-sized businesses today. And that's exactly what People Powered HR is all about. Inside, we have so many juicy, exciting inclusions. We have a resource library chock full of templates, guides, checklists, and all sorts of resources. So you never have to go trawling the internet looking for a resource or a document again. We have our recordings of everything that's happened that you may have missed out on inside People Powered HR. So our monthly training sessions, our weekly Q&A sessions, our quarterly masterclasses all stored in there. Each and every month we have a training session where I teach you all about one aspect of managing your team. As I said, weekly Q&A sessions literally ask me anything. Of course, our People Powered community inside our Facebook group and loads, loads more. So if you're interested in checking it out, if you're ready to finally get some help and get under control when it comes to your people, or you're looking to build an amazing team, just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au. There's a button right there on that that page right in front of you, and you can click there to learn more. And I would love to welcome some of you inside People Powered HR. Now, let's get down to today's episode. So today I want to chat to you about The need we all seem to have as entrepreneurs and as business owners to do everything ourselves, Mm. to become an expert (laughs) in all the intricacies of running a business. And I think this is especially true for us more independent entrepreneurs. And yes, yes, I have been guilty of this myself because partly because I'm very independent That is definitely partly the problem, but also because I'm really curious and interested to learn new things and to understand how things work. So when something comes up in my business that I might not be an expert at, I try and figure it out. And in fact, 
early in my business journey, it wasn't, look, it wasn't that early, but a few years in, I decided that it was definitely a great idea that I would do a bookkeeping course. Now, why I thought that was a great idea at the time, I've got no idea. If I could go back and have a little chat to my less experienced self, I would say, don't be an idiot, just hire a bookkeeper. (laughs) Because it wasn't a great use of my time, to be fair. Actually, at the time I did the bookkeeping course, I was also pregnant. So I had a fair bit on the go and running the business and it was growing and all of those other things. And I really didn't need to understand the intricacies of the bookwork. I knew enough. I could do the books. I had an accountant. Uh, I really didn't need to know, but I went ahead and did it. And if I, as I said, if I could go back in time and have a little chat to myself, I would say, stop. You don't need to know this in this much detail. This is not your zone of genius. Walk away and engage someone else to do it. I don't know whether you found yourself in that situation in your business journey where you find yourself learning something that really you could get someone else's help with that you don't need to know the intricacies of. I think we're all guilty of it. I still do it sometimes. Um, And if I had a client who I was working with who told me they were going to go and learn bookkeeping, I would tell them the exact same thing I told my less experienced self, which is don't just hire a competent and capable bookkeeper. That's simple. We aren't really good at necessarily identifying when we should be outsourcing things in our business. I just mentioned that bookkeeping may not be my zone of genius. And if you're not familiar with that term, I've just recently reread a really great book. It's called um, The Big Leap and the author is Gay Hendricks. And I've listened to it on audio as well. Actually, if you enjoy an audio book, I find sometimes it depends on the author's voice, whether I can really get into it. I listened to that nonstop. I loved uh, listening to that book. So it's a really great book, but it, but he talks about these zones that we all have. We've got zones of incompetence when we're doing things that we're completely useless at, uh, zones of competence where, you know, we can get that done, we can do it, but is it really where we're best spending our time? The zone of excellence, which is I think where most of us fall into the trap of doing a lot of this work because we're really good at it and we can often earn good money doing it but it's not our zone of genius. Our zone of genius is where we thrive. It's where we can do the best work that we can do. We love working in the zone of genius. Time seems to fly. We do amazing work and we can make bigger impacts in the world that we work in, whatever we do in terms of our businesses. And I really enjoyed the breakdown of those zones because actually at the time I was learning, not for this podcast, but there's another podcast that I'm bringing out really soon with a co-host. And we decided, because you know it's early on, we just piece it together ourselves. And I was learning how to edit the podcast in editing software. Now, that's not my zone of genius. It's not my zone of excellence. And it was barely my zone of competence. But I thought I decided that was a great use of my time for a couple of hours on a Sunday afternoon. That was silly. (laughs) So if you've been in one of those zones, or you can identify, I'm sure, tasks that you do in your business, where you are not operating in your zone of genius and and even not in your zone of excellence. So think about how you spend the time that you spend in your business. How many hours are you spending in a zone of competence or even worse, like I was with my podcast editing, in a zone of incompetence? And with that in mind, think about HR in that, people management not just the leadership aspect of HR, because we all have to do that if we run a business. You can't completely 
divulge yourself of that unless you're going to remove yourself from running the business because you need to run the team to some extent. But things like understanding the technical aspects of HR, looking up an award, writing a HR document, understanding whether or not you're compliant, knowing what to put in a policy or a procedure. If you're spending time doing that in your business, is that a great use of your time? Is that your zone of genius? Is it your zone of excellence? Is it even your zone of competence? Because if you're spending time doing things that are in those zones of incompetence and competence, you've got some time you can free up because I'm here to tell you that you know you don't need to do this all yourself, right? There are other options. You can do it all yourself. Absolutely. Just like I could do my bookkeeping and I could do my podcast editing. It's entirely possible and doable and you'd be quite fine to do it. No problems. But what I want to talk to you about today is that there is another way. There is an alternative. And I'm going to share with you some different options that you might consider looking at if you've decided that actually I'd rather not do this all myself and I'd rather get some support along the way. It's just the same as I don't do my accounts because I am not a tax agent or an accountant and my accountant is not a HR expert. I think one of the traps we fall into as business owners is looking for one key guide, one go-to person. But the reality is, particularly in the modern world of running business, there's no one go-to person for absolutely everything in your business. If you've got a business coach or a business mentor, they might be your go-to guide, but they're not going to have the answers when it comes to your accounting or your financial statements or your HR or your marketing or the other areas. Your accountant is never your one go-to person because they don't know about HR. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to clients and said, that's not right. Because it, And in fairness, they shouldn't have asked their accountant because their accountant is not skilled and experienced in HR law. The same as I am not skilled and experienced in tax law. And I quite often say to my clients, that's a question you need to ask your accountant. I can't help you with that. So I think firstly, it's a mindset shift I'm moving away from if I'm going to have to ask for support or if I'm going to outsource or if I'm going to get guidance and seek advice, it has to be all from the one person. I think that's a really, really outdated view. And I think a better way to approach this is to create a trusted team of advisors. And some people do call this an advisory board. You don't have to get that structured with it, though. And in fact, you don't even have to tell the others that you're working with the others. But really good advisors to any business appreciate that you're working with other experts and would encourage you to do so and will happily also, if you wanted them to, converse with those other experts so that everyone is on the same page. You could go to the extent of actually having a a voluntary or a paid advisory board where you might meet maybe monthly, maybe quarterly, even once a year where you get everyone in the one room. And I've definitely been part of these where I've had clients who have had a financial advisor that they're working with, an outsourced CFO, as well as their accountant and me and a marketing person. And we all get together once a year or twice a year to have a bit of a strategy and planning day because the decisions being made by the other people might impact what I need to know in terms of providing HR advice and support and vice versa. So the first thing I want to say is just remove the need for any outsourced support you get in your business to be all from one source. It is not only ideal and advisable, but really the only way to get it done properly is to have multiple contact points for the various specialist areas of business because you're not an expert on everything and neither is everyone else. 
So I just wanted to say that first before we look into this, because let's look at why you would want to get help with your HR. Now, the first reason that most people seek help with HR is because they've got a problem. And quite often, not always, but quite often the very first contact point is a troublesome problem, a litigious, legal, fair work commission, unfair dismissal, complaint, audit, really hardcore problem. The problems that you really do want to avoid. But that might be one of the things that you're considering about when you're looking to get support. It's avoiding those scenarios. It is a technical and litigious area. There's no two ways about it. So just like I was saying earlier, your accountant's not an expert. I'm not an expert on tax law, vice versa. You need an expert in this particular part of law because it is very, very separate and specific. I think what you need to remember as well is time is your most valuable resource. You can never get back your time. So if you're spending nights and weekends working because you've been dealing with people problems all week, or if you're just spending, and you know, even if it's a few hours doing HR documents or contracts or any of that kind of thing in your week, and that's not your zone of genius, you're never going to get back that time to be able to do things that are in your zone of genius or to spend time with your family or do all the things that you, you want to do. So that is something you need to consider as well. Um, you want to avoid getting the issues that I spoke about earlier. You want to sort of make sure that that's not going to be you. And quite often you want to outsource and get support here because you want to proactively build a really positive culture, a great team, a team that you can rely on, uh, that are highly motivated and are performing well for your business. So there's some of the reasons you might look to consider, hmm, maybe I don't have to do this all myself. I also want to talk to you about what you won't get <laughs> by getting help with HR. And I think it's important to say this sometimes. If you purely want to get help with HR because you hate dealing with people and you don't want to do anything to do with your team, including communicating with them, leading them, hiring them, or anything in between, outsourcing HR is actually not going to solve that problem for you. You need to hire a general manager or a CEO and step away from the day-to-day operations of the business because if you're not prepared to do anything to do with your team, then you need someone internally that is prepared to be that person. And it needs to be quite a senior person to take on that responsibility. So it's not going to fix that problem. If you want to keep doing what you're doing and you don't really want to solve problems faster, then don't, don't outsource it. If you're quite happy doing what you're doing, then don't. If you think, and I've had this scenario personally, that you think by outsourcing HR, you are going to be able to dictate things that are outside legislation and expect a HR person to do that for you and for them to take the responsibility uh, legally for that, I can tell you now that's not going to wash with any HR practitioner. So I've literally had clients try to engage me to do something that they knew was dodgy and they didn't want to get in trouble for it. That's not going to wash, so I wouldn't bother with that. And if you're just doing it to tick a compliance box, don't waste your time. You can do that on your own. (laughs) So if it's purely about saying, oh, I got HR help so I don't have to worry legally, that's not the only reason that you'd want to do that. So there are probably some reasons that you don't need to get HR involved. But if you are going to get some help here, what are your options? And there are lots and lots of different options. There's probably more options than you actively realize. So some of the options you've got are to hire someone internally, hire a professional HR manager in your business. That's absolutely one option. And I'm going to talk to you about 
when you'd use these options in just a moment as well. So hire a HR manager, one option. You could get an outsourced HR manager. Now, this is a little bit like an outsourced CFO, and there are absolutely services out there providing it. You would basically have one consultant who's dedicated to working with you. They might have a couple of other clients, but they're typically not working with huge numbers of other clients. And they're part of your team. They're just outsourced as a contractor or through another business. You'd get casual consultancy. So on-call, you know, one-on-one consultancy, but on a less regular basis than than you'd have an outsourced HR manager. You've got documentation providers where you can buy uh, document resources that have been prepared by HR professionals. You could join an online community like People Powered HR or there are others out there um, that are led by a HR expert where you're part of a, a group of similar business owners who are looking for support but don't want that expense of one-on-one consulting. Or even better, you create some kind of hybrid model of all of those solutions that works for your business. And I think it's really important to remember that every business's journey is different. And this option to get help and to outsource applies whether you're hiring your first staff member or if you've got 200 plus employees. I've worked as an outsourced HR manager with a business that had 200 employees and they didn't want internal HR and and I'll share some of the reasons for that in a moment, but that's definitely something a business that size does. And I've got members inside People Powered HR who are now just hiring their first employees. So at every stage in your business journey, there's different ways you can tap in and get help at different levels of the spectrum. So let's take a look at when you'd use each of these. And I'll run through it pretty quickly for you. So when would you look at an internal HR manager? This is, you're going to hit a tipping point in your business where there's just too many people and too many complexities of legislation and too many pieces of paper, because <laughs> we do love a document, um, that it's just too hard to manage without internal expertise. And you're typically going to hit this point at around 100 plus employees. You will start to feel this pain and pull from about 50 employees, but I think the outsourced HR manager model is better at that size um, because unless you've got a fair bit of HR for someone to do, you don't want your HR manager twiddling their thumbs and getting involved in stuff that they shouldn't. So I would say 100 plus employees, you've hit that tipping point where you can feel you need that internal resource because you've got a question for your outsourced person every single day of the week for several hours a day. That's time to get yourself an internal HR manager. You'd also then look at, so the next step below that is an outsourced HR manager. So not someone on staff, but someone you've got a regular contact with who is regularly committed to hours with your business. Now, again, when you're looking at an outsourced HR manager, you have hit a tipping point where things are feeling a little bit overwhelming and out of control. You've typically got about 50 staff. You might start to feel the pull here depending on how complex your business is at around 40 to 50, but typically in the 50 to 100 staff bracket, this is where an outsourced HR manager can be a really solid addition to your team. Things have got beyond the skill set of your office manager and whoever was kind of juggling things internally up until now. If you're engaging a consultant on a more casual basis, more than five hours a week, and you're getting in that five to 10 hours plus bracket, you definitely want to switch over to an outsourced HR manager model. And again, you might have quite complex HR issues. There might be multiple awards, pools of casuals, lots of change. That's when you want to hit that tipping point. The next level down is one-on-one consulting from an expert. Now, you could tap into this at any point 
in your business journey, whether you have one staff or whether you have a hundred staff, you might be adding this as an option. Now, typically your one-on-one casual HR consulting is very ad hoc. You tap in when you need to. You might have a serious or immediate problem, like I spoke about earlier with the Fair Work Commission. You might be wanting to proactively avoid issues. You might want to be building a better team, but you don't need regular ongoing support at five plus hours per week. If it's an hour or two a week, this casual model works really well. But when you're tapping into five to 10 hours plus a week, go to your outsourced HR model, definitely. Um, So this kind of one-on-one, less regular but you still might have quite regular contact. I've got clients I work with one-on-one and we would probably do something together at least weekly, even if it's just a quick email with an update. Um, But they're not clients that I'm working with five to 10 hours a week because I'd be switching them over to a HR manager kind of model. Then you've got your document providers and there are a swag of these around. They're very, very common and they seem to be popping up everywhere. And if you pick the right one, they can be really, really good. So this is when you don't want to create documents on your own or you just want to simplify the process and have a document provider that you can log on to and say, right, I need a a new letter of offer or I need an employment contract or, you know, all the documents you might need, I need a new policy. And so you subscribe to this document provider and they're usually quite good quality documents. They're provided for by HR practitioners and or lawyers. Um, so they're very, very good documents. The, the reason you would want to go to a document provider is if you don't if you don't want to do the documents, you don't have any documents, and also you don't have doc- access to documents elsewhere. Because if you're a member of an industry association or body, almost always they have these documents that you can access, even if you don't realize it. So don't pay twice. If you're already paying membership for, you know, whether it's um, a, a sp- you're part of a sporting association or, you know, you're a hairdresser and you're part of the hairdressers um, council group or master builders, like there's heaps of them. So your industry association will usually have these. But if you don't have an industry association, then document providers can be great. Also, uh, local business chambers, that's the word I was looking for. So chambers of commerce and business chambers often have access to these resources too. So consider the places you're already paying for and just make sure they don't already have access to these kind of things. But if not, a document provider can be great. The only thing I would just say with a document provider is, and again, this is just from my experience, is that I've had clients pay a lot of money to access documents, but the problem is you still have to implement. You still have to log in, populate it, make sure it works for your business because they're obviously very templated that's how they work. Um, so not every document is going to be ready to go. You're going to need to template, um, you know, to adjust a lot of them to suit your business. And that's the bit that tends to trip people up. It's the actual doing of the do that seems to uh, never quite get done with these document providers because you've got to do it all. And then your other option is an online community, a membership, a subscription, which is exactly what People Powered HR is. These are perfect if you don't want to pay hefty consulting fees. You are quite likely to have less than 50 staff inside these kind of groups. You still run your business and you enjoy being the leader of the team, or even if you don't enjoy it, you know you need to do it. Um, And you just want to tap into help and guidance when you need it, but without paying that one-on-one consulting fee. People that join these groups are very often committed to building a great team. They do want to do the right thing, um, but they just want expert advice. They don't want to have to figure it out on their own. Um, And they do want to get it right, as I said. And they're quite, in some cases, jointly responsible for 
the managing of the people in the business. So maybe there's a CEO and a general manager. Maybe there's the business owner and the office manager. Quite often, there's a couple of people that will tap in um, at various points in the process. So the, the CEO might join in the more strategic parts of the group, and then the office manager might tap into the resource library to access the documentation that they need to put together. So a very flexible approach. And then finally, and this might be the best model, is the hybrid model. Because you know what? There's no one right way to do this. This is your business. You get to choose. So the hybrid model is perfect if none of these sound like they suit you perfectly for your business. So you might have a document provider and get one-on-one consulting. You might join an online membership and add one-on-one consulting to that. You might have an outsourced HR manager and a document provider. So mix and match it however you like to do it. So there is no right or wrong way. All I want to let you know today is that you do not have to go it alone and you shouldn't be going it alone. There is so much support out there for you. This is Unless this happens to be your area of expertise and you've studied HR and you, um, you really love it and you can spend your days doing it and your business doesn't need you doing other things, then there is absolutely a way to get help, get support and not feel like you are going it alone when it comes to your HR. So I hope that that's given you some scope as to what the opportunities are in terms of getting support, not going it alone. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, if you are looking to join an online community, Australia's leading online HR community, where you can get expert help and advice on demand without the hefty consulting fees, and to join an amazing group of business owners, I would absolutely love you to consider People Powered HR as that option for you. If you are listening to this episode between the 20th and 24th of October 2021, our doors are open right now. And we only open a couple of times a year. And I get asked this question a little bit. I do that because then when new members join us, I can spend time with them getting to know their business, understanding what their current challenges are, and helping them to take action and move forward. So this is the last time we are opening for 2021, and I'd hate for you to miss out. Don't spend another start to a new year stressing over resignations, worried about staffing problems, or just putting out spot fires with your team. Join us inside People Powered HR, and let's get it sorted together. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I do hope to welcome some of you into People Powered HR, but in the meantime, I can't wait to join you again next week on the People Powered Business Podcast. <laughs>